Hey guys, welcome back to Now What. In this episode, we will be talking with our friends Maddie and Alex, who started the Butterfly Club, and we will be talking about how to start your own business and create your own unique brand. So, Maddie, Alex, tell us a bit about yourself and your business. Go first. <laughs> um, so, I'm Maddie. Um, Alex and I met um, about like three or so years ago at this point um, when I was working retail on the block that we now have a store on which is like very strange um in retrospect but i was working there um a friend of ours was working at another store he grew up on the block our friend introduced us so we started dating fast forward covid losing like lost my retail job which again in retrospect thank god like (laughs) yeah who would have known at the time um and then again fast forward fast forward um he knew of a spot i wanted to open a store we did it wow it's like a magic baby it really is yeah i don't know if you have anything to add that was like a very quick (laughs) synopsis Um, yeah for me it's crazy i'm alex do i look like him yeah (laughs) why um uh it's really crazy being born and raised like on that block and uh yeah we met uh working with my dad my dad's a super of the building and so, like, I would always be taking out the trash there and just poking my head and seeing that she's working there. And then, voila. That's, That's so cute. Yeah. And Butterfly Club is on the same street as that. Yeah. That yeah. is so cool. Right next door to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been in there. I love that store. It's so cute. The whole block has everything. Like, it just has so many cute little shops and, like, and food and everything that it's, like, the perfect little block. It's just ironic that it's, like, the block he grew up on and the block that, like, I started doing like I didn't go to fashion school I didn't do any of this but like my fashion journey like started on 9th street and then obviously he and I started on 9th street so the fact that like all those things somehow came together and now we have our own business it's just very bizarre it's so Good special bizarre, yeah. Yeah. you need like I don't know what you need like a necklace or something that's on, like 9th street yeah well, his family Seriously. still lives there like we, he doesn't yeah. and like we live together uptown but like his parents, his family still live in the apartment, so it's like a whole family experience. Oh yeah. It's very cute. It's very I get to kill two birds one stone. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So, where did the inspiration for Butterfly Club come from? Yeah, it's like it's, in my head when people are like ask me this question, I'm like, do you want the short, medium, long, or like extra long version? We want it all. Yeah, uh, but, I love because like it's my version. Yeah, <laughs> and Alex. Just just like it's one of those things where, um, as I'm sure you guys can relate to, whether it is like Nine Nine Angels reading the podcast or whatever creative thing, it's like you think you're working on one thing and you don't really have a plan of like what it's gonna be. You're just kind of like taking little baby steps and then all of a sudden it's something at least that's what it was for me I never had a plan to do any of this it was not like I didn't know what I was doing quite honestly um I just I was really into sustainable fashion and I hated all of it like I hated all the options I did not I just couldn't find brands that like I connected with that I wanted to wear that I could afford that like flattered my body that like were my personal style so other than thrifting, I was like, what can I do? Yeah. Like, literally, what can I do? Um, and then, like, the word sustainability just got, like, kind of blown up. And this is, like... Yeah, I'm- and I, I can attest to that because in my final year at school, it was just, that was the word in which I had to do all these projects on. And then she brought it up, and I was like, that kind of just merges with everything I've been hearing. So it Yeah, just, definitely. It it's a sense. spark word, but it's also, like, so valued, and we need it so badly in mm-hmm. our 
It's complicated. Yeah. It's a complicated word, but I just wanted to create something that like the more I thought about it and the more I like I went back to school to learn about this stuff. So I started taking classes at FIT to be like, wait, really? Like what is sustainable fashion? Because this is really confusing and like it's all kind of bullshit. Like I don't I don't get it. Like something's confusing. And I did learn about like a few ways that like clothing can be made in like a sustainable way, whether it's upcycling it, organic cotton, hemp, whatever. Um, but then I just kind of saw this movement of like, well, there are a lot of really small brands out there that maybe don't use those materials. Some of them do, but some of them just like make in such small quantities that are like artists who it's like they're controlling their inventory in a way that is sustainable. Like if we want a world without H&M and without Zara, which is like kind of terrifying, I know to like think of, but like is also the only thing that's going to solve all the planet's problems amongst other things we all just have to find a few friends that are good at things, you know, like, oh, yeah. you make clothes, you cook. So will you make me food and you make me clothes and I'll trade you and I'll like repair your sneakers or whatever it is, you know, like if we all figure out what our thing is, we can just live off that, trade it. And to me, that's more sustainable than any, like than anything else. So I was like, what if there was a cool store that like sure this could just all be together? Like yes. how great would that be? Again, that's like the long version, but like no details whatsoever. So depends what you're that. like more curious about but it just took me a while to figure out how to do it and like what it was going to look like but finding the brand was the easy part because there's so many cool people like making cool stuff it's just like the idea to concept and then like having the store there were a few years in between that like was a little wild but here we are so and also just for our listeners to highlight um that you have a bunch of different small brands within the butterfly clubs i don't think we touched on that earlier yeah there's about like at this point like 25 to 30 brands which wow that's even more than i thought that's so cool like it's 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 tiny it's real (laughs) tiny and i jam-pack you guys in there but it's there's, so cool, though. You're representing so many people, especially in a place like East Village, New York. Like That is something so many people just dream of, you know? Like, literally. That's, like, just something that so many people would think is completely unattainable. Mm-hmm. Like, you're making it real for, like, right there, 25 to 30 more people. Thank you. I'm so trying. Cool. When I'm, sure I, I'm trying. <laughs> no, you literally are. And when I was in high school, I tried getting my stuff in a store and I accomplished doing it in like New Jersey but I was like I will never get it into a New York City store like they never will want to pay like this price they'll never want something that is made from like a young child I'm not a child but I like see myself like that sometimes but like they'll never want that they want this like bougie like all that and I'm so happy that I'm in your store. And, like, even my friends, like, are so supported by you. Like, Maria, photographer, like, you guys collab. No, I feel like I, like, tapped into, like, a circus (laughs) of, like, amazing people that have been super helpful. What you guys do is just phenomenal. Like, with the pictures, they're all everything. They're all so sweet. Yeah, it's so great. And they all just, like, adore you. And another one of my friends... Yeah, hippie oh yeah street hippie yeah, yeah I, I just started her. carrying her, I know. her stuff yeah no I just I love I love doing it and like I've explained to him like in moments where like because he helps with a lot of like one he got the space figured out how that was going to work in my like I kind of want a store but like how does this go I don't know anything about real estate I don't know anything about like 
spackling a wall. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. So he did all of that. But then in explaining to him like how this is different than a typical boutique or a typical store, not even in New York, but anywhere that's not like small town. I'm like, people like you can't walk into a store and say, can I take this? Like the space I'm creating and like the time that and energy I spend, I mean, you're easy, but like with some of the brands, like educating them about how this works. Because a lot of the brands that I work with have never been in a store before. So in creating a space for that, it's also like having the time and the patience to like coach small brands and be like, this is how it works. This is payment. These are these things that a traditional boutique would be like, I'm not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. And instead what they're doing are placing these massive wholesale orders from these brands, Mm -hmm. which as sustainable as they might be, if you're buying 500 units, how is that particularly sustainable? And then a third of them end up on the sale rack and half of those never make it anywhere. Yeah. And especially coming like from the block scene, just all these boutiques that just have these insane prices once you walk in. Like yeah. growing up, like going into a, into a store and then maybe wanting to get my mom or my sister something, it'll be like $500 for a thing. I'm like, I can't get yeah. anybody anything here. Uh-uh. And it's just, um, it's like a, a beacon of light, which is doing well on the block, which is awesome. Because it's like young kids can go and they can afford pretty much all the things there. And you're saving the planet and saving the small businesses at the same time. It's so it's beautiful. Like, you, you can like check it all off. And it's like, <laughs> she, she, if she could sell it to me, in which for me growing up was always like, why would I spend more than like X amount of dollars on something that I'm not putting any value on? Then mm-hmm. like she got it. Yeah, it's an, it's an educational. You have yeah, everything like, in your store too, from yeah. like candles to face moisturizer to scrunchies to jeans. Like it is just well, so think about it. Like as girls I'm, and guys that love to shop, I get to spend all day on Instagram, TikTok, wherever I can, finding people like you and messaging them and basically shopping. Like basically being like, I really like this. Can I have it? And like, can I try and make some money for you? And like, can you send it to me? And can I take pictures of it and use it? And then try and. And they're like, yeah. yeah. So like, I'm like, I love skincare. <laughs> I love candles. Like, I want all of this. And like, I don't buy it, but like, I sell it for them and they make money. I make money. It's like, a win win situation. So, for people who do dream of starting their own business or opening a storefront, what were some steps that you did take in that process um, that you can highlight? Well, the first one is the most cliche and it's absolutely location. Like, yeah. Um, whether it be the perfect place. East Village, or by a train station, literally by a place where somebody stops consistently, uh, like a high a traffic, mi- traf- tra- tra- high traffic, <laughs> but location for sure. Um, and then after that, your own sheer will, and then you can. Wow. Yeah, like you literally just have to. I have so many people, brands, customers, friends. I want to have a store one day. I want to have a store today. And I'm blatantly honest. I'm like, yeah, go do it. I'll help however I can. Any advice I can give, I'll walk you through all of it. But, like, get ready. Yeah. Like, you're going to spend so many days sitting there in this space that you've created that, like, means so much to you. And people are either not going to come in, come in and not like it. Like, it's an emotional thing, which is similar with starting any business, any brand that you put yourself out there. It's vulnerable, you know? Yeah. But if it's, it's Instagram. Different. It's also different because it's, like, creative within the stuff that you make yourself. Like if you yeah. open up a business that's, let's say, uh, a deli, it's not yeah. like 
a creative thing. It's a bummer because you want to make money. You want to yeah. like it's not personal. Yeah. But with this is like on Instagram when you put your stuff out there, I mean I guess certain people get negative comments, but when you're a small brand, you don't really hear the feedback. Yeah. You know? But when you have a store, people let you know what they're thinking. And like your money reflects it. So like good days are freaking phenomenal and you're on top of the world. And I'm like, wow, I'm so good at this. This is the best job ever. And as he can attest you on the bad days, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Do I need to go get a job? Like now what? Um, and I've actually, I've told him recently, because there have been a few people that have come to me. I'm just trying to swear. I say that my number one piece of advice is work at a boutique, work at a boutique, learn how this stuff goes. It's not as simple as like, getting like finding the storefront somehow saving the money for the storefront and then like calling some people and like getting inventory like work at a boutique learn how this works figure out inventory management figure out how to virtual like visually merchandise like think of like learn all of it while getting paid for it save that money and then do something but don't like Mm -hmm. jump into it thinking oh all I have to do is like have the money to get it to look pretty you have to learn the inside and I think it's better to learn that on someone else's dollar than yeah. to waste the little money you might have learning and then failing because you're gonna like you're gonna fail yeah. like retail there's doesn't matter what I tell you what the head of H&M anyone tells you like retail is hard um and I think it's I'm very happy that I backwardsly like yeah. somehow learned that because like at the end of the elsewhere. day when one says by like one own sheer will it's like even if you fail it's like you have to pick yourself back up like there's no or you have a boyfriend to like (laughs) I love it you guys are power couple but also is it you two who have your the much generation your so that's my stuff that I've just been making for fun like I've been making clothes for a few years now um am not have not set out on any mission to like get my clothes out in the world like it was fun when I was working retail. I would like do some pop ups. I again, for what was I doing it? I have no idea. Why was I working retail? I don't know. I didn't think I would have this. I didn't think I was working towards this. I wasn't like you where I was like, this is my brand. This is what I want. I want to get it into stores. I want to have my own store. Like that was so not the plan. I was just like, these are kind of cute butterfly shirts. Like I kind of <laughs> like these. Like <laughs> they're so I want to do this, but never this. So not the plan. Um, but then it just kind of like. The, the shirts led me to the retail job that led me to the boyfriend that led like it's it just, so like, perfect but I understand like how you were saying the emotional attachment that you have when it's you're putting out your own creative um like need into the world like I've had weekends where I'm like oh my gosh it's my personality like I'm doing everything wrong like I need to take everything down yeah. and start over again and that's really just such a horrifying feeling it's not fun yeah <laughs> and then on the same like it could be the next weekend or the next day even and I'll have the best day like you said yeah and I'm like and all's right in the world and you're like why why did I freak out but you don't remember that the next bad day you have you do it all over again and he'll tell me he'll be like yeah this happened and then we had a good day and now we're back and I'm like no I'm feeling it all over again as if I've never experienced it before and I'm doing for failure and like I should just quit and like who wants to buy it from me because I'm done and then I'm fine that makes me feel so much better when I hear it from somebody else. I'm like, I'm having the same. It's like a real roller coaster, and it's extension of your own, like, mental. It's like, this is another baby. Like It literally is. It's just like you're putting a piece of yourself out there, and it just, like, every time a customer comes in and, like, under their breath is like, I could do this. 
yeah I'm like well go do it like that didn't make me feel good like I did yeah. it you didn't like yeah, again, it's not that deep it. like yeah I'm not saying I'm Picasso but like go do it yeah like, but even it. with Picasso's works people still say like I can do that countless times growing up uh being taken to the field trip of like um the museum of modern art just in random squiggles it's like yo I could do that but the thing yeah. is you didn't yeah and that part to understand that one didn't and one did the one that did is the one that's there. Which is why we need to just not be sensitive about it. Yeah. And not take it so personally when we have a bad day and not take it personally when someone says something, but easier said than done. I heard also Banksy, he was selling his art on a side of a street yes. and like nobody went up to him. I'm like, that should make everybody have the passion to like go yeah, out and do, do what it. you feel, what's in your heart, you know? Some people did buy it in the video. Oh, really? Yeah, so they, 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 they got some good deals. I mean, I think that's true with anything. Like, I, I think a lot of famous people have that kind of similar story of like, I'm just like staying at the local pub and like, no, like, yeah. like yeah. yeah. I need to hear that like every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need a calendar of just that. Like, how did you, somebody fail so I can absolutely just push through? Absolutely. So, Maddie and Alex, what is something that you wish you knew when starting the Butterfly Club that you know now? And just in the pursuit of starting your own business. In the pursuit of starting. Yeah. That's a tough one. <laughs> like, just because it's so many things. Yeah. Like, so many things. Yeah. And I not mean, on the business side. Like, if really? anything, more of what we're talking about in mm -hmm. terms of, like, the emotional side Oh, my God, please yeah. give. And I, yeah, I honestly think all of that's really valuable, especially for listeners, because it's really something that you don't expect, that emotional side. I feel like everyone is so strung up on the logistics of it yeah. and like am i gonna yeah. get the business but the they don't understand figure out yeah they you don't understand all yeah. the emotions that go into yeah. it and how much harder that makes it yeah it no the, <laughs> the logistics i've learned like i didn't know any of it like some of it i learned at my last job but in terms of like figuring out how we were gonna do it i had no idea like what system we were gonna use what how like credit card payments were like I didn't know what <laughs> oh. the percentage like I didn't know any of that but that you just kind of like mm -hmm. you mess up yeah. you lose some money and then you yeah you figure it out by doing it wrong well one I wish I knew because I feel like I still don't know like <laughs> let's hear it um, yeah like what do you like have the, to say <laughs> like, I feel like it'd be like the the tax situation oh my god just I like know. with just mm -hmm. like if 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 we didn't need an accountant that'd be great like yeah if if instead of getting my VA, I would take an accountant, that would be much more beneficial. Maybe that. Yeah, I'm like, can um, you go back and figure all that out? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So taxes, all that. I yeah. honestly, as has, someone yeah. who doesn't own a business, I think taxes is confusing, so I can't even imagine. I'm still not know. Like, with your own company. Like, it was only grazed over. And like, so, was your solution getting an accountant for that? Or, like, you're still, like, you were saying you still don't really know? I mean, luckily, his mom has stores all over Brooklyn. Not clothing stores. She's in a different business. But, like, has been really helpful in terms of, like, this is how this works. Like, what do we need? What do we don't? Yeah. yeah like, and my mom also, yeah. like, is, like, we're, we've we're team a lot of here. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, none of them are. No, no, no. Like, team parents. Are, like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, all no. of our, like, the four of our, like, both of our parents play such pivotal roles in all of this. Yeah. But in terms really? of like the logistics side, like both of our Not moms yeah. are very good at like, you know, quick in like the books and numbers and things where I'm just yeah. like, I'm doing the freaking spreadsheets, but somehow I'm just, I don't, yeah. it gets so, lost. But then his dad is out here. Like he, his dad's one that like 
redid the whole store, painted it oh, for wow. us. Like he was like, you're yeah. going to mess it up. Go away. I'm doing <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, like I know how to do so this. Nice. Like class, like Duke getting it all yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's the one like we had a little week. It's like, no problem. Well, you can check the upstairs. Oh, what? That's like the but best that family. Yeah. And I need to talk to both of them because yeah. I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is awesome. so sweet. Yeah, it's it like a real community. No, and my, my dad does the website, helps yeah. with all the oh social, gosh. all the graphic design, the logo, all of that. Wow. Like, this is a full, like, family. It's a very it's like, creative yeah. family. Yeah, we both like, do. We, yeah. What wow. is it? Uh, it takes a village yeah. to raise, and it, it's literally that with the business. Because it's, essentially, it's her baby. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, it's. No, but that, yeah. that, that is definitely, like, what I would tell any creative in store, just in general, like, any creative human that wants to do something on their own. I'm the type of person where I do like doing shit by myself. Like when it comes to the day-to-day operations of being in the store, I don't really keep him up to date on that. Like I'll complain and vent at the end of the day, but I'm not like walking him through the sales or like Mm -hmm. he is not necessarily, no one's a part of that part. And that I'm very kind of laser focused and that's just me and I decide the brands and what it looks like and whatever. Um, But to not do that so much and like build a team around you, whether it's friends, family, other entrepreneurs, whatever it is, like getting that circle of people because you're going to need them when it's like, how do I do this? And like, wait, I'm having a bad day. Like, let's talk about you had a bad day too. Okay. That sucks, but kind of makes me feel better. Like you, I think sometimes entrepreneurs are very kind of like independent people, but Mm -hmm. without that village around you, like it's not going to work. No person can just make it happen by themselves. And you have to figure out what you're good at and then figure out what you're not good at and either find family like you yeah. have or hire people. That's but actually like, the best. Figure yeah. out what you can yeah. do and delegate. One of, one of the best things you can do within yourself is figure out what you're not good at. Um, without, really good advice. Without, without take take your pride, take your thing. Because obviously, yeah, you can figure, figure it out over time, but over time is time. Yeah. And at the end of the day, business is business and you need yeah. money. So like, yeah, you don't like, want it. You is get, it worth your time to learn it or find someone else and pay them Yeah, who's actually good at it? And that's so honestly true. really great advice that you do need to connect with people because I know that especially how you were saying entrepreneurs are very like independent people. So I think it's really easy to get kind of caught up in your idea and yeah. be like, no, I have to do this on my own. Like mm-hmm. I came up with it. I'm going to do it. Like even with the podcast, I was telling Caitlin, I was like, I want to do this, but like doing it alone is so scary. And then it's like, you really, you have to join with other people. Yeah. Like you, yeah. there's no other. Well, you have to also like build your network. Yeah. Like not like it's an emotional thing, but it's also mm-hmm. just strategy. Yeah. You never know who you're going to meet. That's going to know someone else. Like I'm really lucky that our little village kind of keeps that part running, Yeah. but it's so finding nice. brands that know models that know photographers that know other brands. Mm-hmm. Like that's how mm-hmm. the circle grows for me. I'm not sure how that relates to like everyone's creative field, but I'm sure it does in some capacity. Absolutely. Like just talking about your passions too to people and then them kind of just yeah. like leading in. I feel like that's yeah, how I, I found like, yeah, relating and like being like, oh, I really like this creative thing. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's also all sustainable. Yeah. It's yes. All complete that's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Before it's all like a trade and that's like. Yeah, it's just like, like a beautiful people. little cycle. No, literally. Yeah. We joke about it, but I'm like, in the good old days, you just bartered. Like, you just were like, I'm good at this. You're good at that. Build me a house and I'll cook you a kid. Like, we figure it out. But somehow in all of this, we've gotten so, like, it's about ego and money and all these things, mm-hmm. which, like, best believe, like, we need money to keep this all going. I'm not naive to that. But, yeah. like, on some days, I'm like, this would just be so much more fun if that wasn't what we were doing. I know. But I agree. America. It's all energy. America. <laughs> you know. So is there anything you wish you did differently in the creation of this? Because I, 
kind of bouncing off the question that I asked before, something you wish you knew, anything that you think would have made the entire process run easier? I wish I hired people quicker. Really? It took me a while to bite the bullet. And he, like, he would tell me for a while, my parents were like, just hire, like, find some help to help you out in the store, take a weekend off. And I mean, in retrospect, I have only been open a year and I already have like a pretty awesome team. Mm -hmm. So in retrospect, I did it like that's pretty quick, you know, in one year to hire people. But looking back, I was waiting to like make all this money to be able to rationalize hiring people. But that has yet to happen. You just hit a certain point and it's like, I need to not go today. Like it's someone's birthday. It's my birthday. It's summer, whatever it is. Or like I'm sick. Like, yeah. I'm not feeling good. I don't want to go, whatever it is. And I wish I just caved earlier, but I, from a financial perspective, was just convinced I couldn't do it. And I was just terrified to have someone else in there. I was like, I'm not leaving. It's your baby. Anyway. <laughs> you know? I literally, like, after we got our second vaccine, I got, like, super, super sick. Oh, and goodness. I was in there, and I was like, I, like, wasn't feeling good. And I made it, like, a few hours, and he came to, like, visit me. Imagine. And that was and that was the first time he was like go like I was literally like holding on for dear life and he was like I'll say like it's fine and I was like okay this is how this works this is how this works like and and like I wasn't nervous because it was him but it literally took that for me to be like okay like you someone and that was him yeah and I just wish that earlier on I was just like there find a cool person that can run the store it's fine like enjoy a Saturday and in that little time it was only a cash business because I wasn't gonna deal with that then. Yeah, I know any of the brands, any of my sizes, <laughs> any, any yeah, He made sales though. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My gosh, it's funny. I had Nick. He's watch. He's gonna like walk in any second. He's like, watch me. I'll go a whole day and I'll work your pop up. I'm gonna kill it. And I had him there for like three hours. Zero zip, and he was like, "It's way harder than you said." <laughs> I mean, we did like this. So the store actually started as a pop up. We like when I when all this started, I just wanted I was looking for a space, and he found the space, and we went to them and we're like, "We get it for just like a few days," and then a few days turned into a few months, turned into whatever. But the pop up, I actually don't remember what happened, but for like I had, and this was just when it was my clothes, and um, a friend of ours made his clothes. And one uh, one of the days, I was just like, oh, I'll run it. I guess I went back to Brooklyn that night. I don't know. But he was there selling stuff. And he sold more of my stuff. Do you remember this night? With, and like, um, it was right by Halloween. And like you sold all of these, thank you, all these like skeleton and butterfly shirts. And you were like Venmoing me. Like he called me to tell me that he was oh. selling all this stuff. And I was like, ha <laughs> Yeah, right. And then he Venmoed like the amount. And I was like, what? Oh, that is so like, cool. nice. So like, yeah. <laughs> No, you are a very good salesperson. Oh, yeah. That is definitely a strength of yours. But no, it's, I love it's that. amazing. I love you guys working together. I feel like, and that was at a time where we that was like we were not doing it officially. He just, I don't like. I was just tired. I used to like, sell knives. If I could sell knives, I could sell anything. <laughs> That's so funny. That's awesome. no, you have to figure out what you're good at, and you also just have to like, as a small business, like not wait to be a millionaire to spend money on. Like I yeah. was in the store for like six or seven months before I had Wi-Fi. I just, like, would really? not get Wi-Fi. I was, like, it's too expensive. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. had this stupid little hotspot. It was terrible. But, like, you know, you count every little dollar. And you're, yeah. like, you just, or, I don't know, I do at least. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you have to be smart with your money when you're a business owner. But, like, totally. you also can't wait forever. Otherwise, you will be waiting forever. Like, that day is not you have to spend money to make mm-hmm. money, whatever it is. But, like, yeah, yeah, I definitely strong advice. Like, save your money, be smart. But, like, 
figure out where you're going to spend it. For me, it was Wi-Fi and team members, <laughs> whatever it might be for you, it's worth it. Today I was like speaking to it almost the therapist, I would say I was like, I'm so scared of like losing control of like a business in the long run. Like I know that day to day will be perfect, but I'm scared of like, in, it's terrifying, you know, and I, I tell him all so that's that. what I'm working through. It's terrifying. <laughs> I don't know that, that ever changes, but I mean, same thing we were saying earlier, like hold on to those feelings of when it feels good and just like remind yourself, like I've had good days before I've had bad days before I'll have more good and I'll have more bad. And that's what I've signed up for. But it's, it's different, like having your own brand and like pushing it and then being responsible for other people's brands and like somehow trying to make money on that. I honestly haven't quite figured it out. Like I'm not saying this is like, like very profitable, but it's very like you have to learn how all that goes and you have to learn what your tolerance is, like how much. Yeah, set your boundaries. Know what your boundaries are. Like what? Like what your financial constraints yeah. are. And like, mm-hmm. I think. I've always known that I'm the type to like watch my wallet, like uh, whether it was working or anything, but I don't think I anticipated the amount of stress that like I would feel based on my finances. Cause when you're working, you know how much you're going to make, you know? So it's like, I know I have no money, but like whatever, I'll go to dinner because I have a paycheck coming next week. It's not a big one, but it's there. When you're full time, it's like hmm. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> scary. maybe people are gonna well, shop. Maybe yeah. they're not. And know. you have to be smart about it and have say like mm-hmm. only jump when you have the savings to do it. But you also can't wait forever to jump, so you're gonna jump. Yeah. And then you're those numbers like learning that, figuring out what your financial tolerance is is super important and figuring out like do i need a safety net and then go find it whatever it is Mm -hmm. whether it's parents or whatever it is that's going to keep that for me a lot of the time it's been freelance work like figuring out other gigs that i can do like at the store i have a bunch of like freelance clients where i'll like help them with their website their social media their newsletter but then i got so busy at the store that i couldn't focus so i had to like let go of clients and then i have slow months i'm like i wish i could get those clients back (laughs) but it's just a constant constant push like a hamster wheel yeah yeah, and it's just figuring out what your financial tolerance is and preparing as much as possible which is something he's been very good at and has kind of watched me kind of like flail about being like oh I thought I would be fine but I'm stressed like I like it has an emotional like if I don't make money in a given day I'm like okay I'm pissed (laughs) like Like, I'm not fun to be around right now and that takes time I don't have advice about that one so if anyone else does please let me know (laughs) And so what about in regards to spreading word of the butterfly club, you know, marketing, all of that. I know that's something that I myself have always found to be really hard, you know, building your own brand and actually getting people to notice you. How have you done that? Because I know that like, I, I've known what the butterfly club was for a while. I mean, you definitely have spread the word of it really well. Oh, thank you. She does it digitally. I'm not going to take, um, (laughs) what is it? Credit for like, making it boom because i haven't in that way um he's my door you're a door door, door exactly i'm a door door session with it so like i took a bunch yeah yeah i took like a bunch of the business cards Mm -hmm. and whenever i would show apartments to people and if the apartment was by the store i'd be like oh you're moving you're trying to get this apartment cool i'll tell the people who you need to to talk to so you can get this apartment but also in the meantime <laughs> go 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 here go shopping. Yeah, go shopping. i literally That's went to the much. bar 
I think it was Lucy's and the girl was wearing your pants and I was like, oh, I, I love the Butterfly Club. And she was I like, I love her. Yeah. I know the exact girl yeah, you're yeah. talking and about. She was she's like, awesome. I love Maddie. And I was like, everybody, everybody knows this girl. Yeah, like, yeah. it's amazing. Which is funny because, and I've told him a few times, like, there will be moments where, like, we'll be talking to someone. You told one of your friends, like, oh, like one of his friends was like, oh, what does Maddie do? And he's like, oh, yeah, so store oh it's a little book and the girl was like oh i know what that is i was like what what are you talking about because i find marketing really freaking difficult and i I, like we've talked about this i don't i'm not um in in front of the person in front of the camera type of person like tiktok instagram like my face is on butterfly clubs instagram once like just because i wanted to be like it's me just (laughs) to make it a fit like i didn't want to i was nervous people were going to think it was like a corporate thing that like urban outfitters was coming out with this new little satellite thing and i was like no it's it's just me because i would have meetings with people and they'd be like who's behind this and i'd be like i mean like my friend i don't know like i don't understand (laughs) that question um i don't like the whole I think it's fine that we live in a time where like our personality is our brand and vice versa. And that's how we all make money. Like I'm slowly coming to terms with it, but I joke around all the time about like, I'm just in the wrong generation. Like this Mm -hmm. social media stuff is just not for me. I don't want to make TikTok videos. I don't want to do it. Um, Instagram, I like because I like photos um, and I like art and I like visual things, but I don't like even on my personal Instagram, it took me for months, months to share on my personal Instagram that I had a store. Like I would not, I didn't like my close friends knew, like people in my life knew I had a party. It was great. Like everyone, if you spoke to me, you knew about it. But in terms of like my online brand, whatever, not a soul. And like making that post because marketing freaks me out. It, it feels very it's like scary. It's I terrifying. <laughs> yeah. One thing's like a daunting concept it is it's like if it doesn't work then it's just like I mean I, you spend so much time on it mm-hmm. and it doesn't work and you're like exactly I've posted I've posted I've done the hashtags I did, the hashtags. I did everything they told me to do <laughs> why is no one seeing it I yeah. I have paid for maybe one post on Instagram promoted it just to see that's all I've never done anything with influencers I don't put any money into marketing I probably should again if anyone has any tips I'm <laughs> available and ready to listen but marketing for me is just consistency I'm really compulsive about visually what things look like and people like if a brand comes to drop something off, I'll be like, I will put you on my Instagram. Like, don't you worry. Like you will get out there. But like only when I find the right photo that like fits my feed correctly, like that, that's when it comes to marketing, I'm just consistent. I, and I also am, I'll give myself a little bit of credit and not like I'm, creative about the types of content that I share. So I don't just share, I'm not just a story that's like, shop, look at what I have. Look at what I have. On my stories, that's what I do. But my whole Instagram is full of brands that I have nothing to do with, full of businesses that I have nothing to do with that I, I'll be like, you should go buy this seltzer because it's made by really cool people and it's actually sustainably made because blah, blah, blah. I don't, I've never had it. I'm not like selling it to, I don't make any money from the post, but like, I want to create this like community that's So cool. and it just gives me more opportunities for content and I engage with more people. So I think that's been a helpful strategy and like realizing that your content can't just be about you because not yeah. the world doesn't really care that much. Like yeah. they do, but they don't, you know, and there's a fine line there. Um, or at least that's, what's kind of worked for me. And it, it gets tricky because then people will be like, Oh, I saw you posted blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, don't sell it. You can't get it here. They're awesome, but they're not here because I did that before I had the store, so I just kept up with posting about that stuff. And now that I have a store, people get confused. 
but it was actually my dad who was like, now that you have a store, don't. Because I was like, oh, I can stop with all that. Like, I have a store like this is the business yeah. now. He was like, no, no, that's what makes you different from the other stores. Like, seriously, Literally. keep hyping up other people. And that's what like, essentially made you. Like, that, yeah. that, having that base of all the interviews that she had over yeah. the years were the first people in the store. Yeah. That's so cool. I love all your, like, newsletters. And you pick, like, nine brands a month. Yeah. Yeah, every month. Well, because when all of this was just an idea, when I was like, oh, I, there's nothing sustainable out there that's interesting and for me and I'm working retail and it just sucks. And like I sit here all day, I'm like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to find nine small businesses, nine brands a month to like hype up. Nine because it fits with an Instagram feed, very strategic. Oh. I wanted it to be that grid and I wanted my website to like mimic Instagram, but like make fun of it and be like, this is what it could look like if Instagram was like better and not so tacky. Um, and like, these are like verified brands and I'm, I have a whole metric of like how I evaluate them. Like, is it a woman owned brand? Is it handmade? Is it made in America? Is it made locally? Whatever it might be. So it's like, these are my nine verified brands. Again, like kind of a nod to Instagram with these stupid little blue check marks that like <laughs> rule the world, which yeah, is like literally. based on nothing, like literally made. Yeah. So I'm trying to create like a passport for just like conscious consumption, like not just fashion, like you should go to this restaurant instead of this one and I'll tell you why. No shade to them, but like because this one's family owned and like their ingredients are locally sourced and this is why you should care about that. And like you say you care about these things, but like how you spend your money is how you show what you care mm-hmm. about. So like this is how you should do it. So that's the blog that I had. And then when retail fell apart because of COVID, I had all these brands that I had verified again at the time what that meant i have no idea but it worked because then they all hit me up and we're like thanks for the feature like do you know where i can sell my stuff this holiday season because the world fell to shit she's like no and then i was talking to him about it and i was like but i could do it yeah like, how many people so are gonna ask me like should i just open it's like you know some empty storefronts who else is crazy enough to open a store when all the other stores are closing and these people will be lucky to get money from us because no one's knocking on their door to be like i'd like a store yeah the city is empty yeah things have a weird way that is actually brilliant you have to figure out a marketing strategy that you actually find genuinely interesting and i'm sure other people will tell you like promote this be consistent use these hashtags if that works for you again let me know because it hasn't worked for me but like find content that as a user you would be genuinely interested in. So like in your podcast, like even if you haven't talked to these people yet, find other examples of like famous podcasts and like do like a quote of the week where it's like, that was a really great quote from this other podcast. And then maybe they'll follow you or whatever it is. Like imagine if you followed your account, what would you want to see? Yeah. Just podcast after podcast or like cute funny shit that like breaks it up. You know, like you have to just put your head in the perspective of, who you're trying to reach out to yeah i think a lot of times people figure out like this is my brand this is what it's going to be and then they just stick with it and yeah on the one hand be consistent put in your time you're not going to get like famous in a week but like try different stuff out like see what people like and then and hold on to the parts that you're like no no this can't change no matter who says what like this is what i'm sticking to this is my brand this is me this is me and then being like Huh, okay, I didn't think that would work. I didn't think people would like that, but you guys want these hoodies? I'll make more hoodies. Like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I'll make it. Honestly, it, as a perfect um, example of that is, uh, I always like to draw and doodle and stuff. I always did it on the back of my notebooks in school. Mm-hmm. Never, like, on anything when I finally had enough money to buy canvas and paint. I started doing that mainly because of her. Um, just be like, yeah, just put it there. See what's up. 
did it. I, I loved it. Then from there, it's like put it on t-shirts. See what's up. Put it there. They sold. I didn't like the way it looked on t-shirts, but I, I liked I it. T-shirts. Next thing on hats, there they sold. I'm like, but now hats are getting a little bit boring on me. Now what's next? Shoes. I just it got infatuated with like shoes. Wow. And so then I started making shoes and now we have a wall. That's what I love that. That's so cool. And it's literally shoes. That's creative. You have to, it's so cool. And it's like baby steps just within everything of like business starting at the bottom, aka go to the work in the boutique to see the ins and outs of it, to then want to have the store. Learn how to just not learn, buy a brush and one color paint and start putting stuff on something and it's just little steps that the end goal seems daunting but as long as you know your goal and you know what you want not want know what you want to put out yeah then you'll figure out a way to do it it's that's so fascinating like like, those are beat up i painted the maroon things on them because i couldn't find the maroon shoes that i wanted innovative i honestly would it's like so, and you also like never so know what's gonna work. Like, like you exactly. said, like you, you were like, I, I didn't really like the way it looked. Like even my East Village design, that's like one of the best yeah. like, of my sellers. I thought it was the ugliest thing ever when I made it. I was like, this is so ugly. I was like, but it's cute. Like it's like a child did it, and then ended up doing like the best. So it's like yeah. so ironic. Like what exactly what exactly. you said? Because the only perspective that's being dealt with in one's mind is one's own and there's literally eight billion people on this planet i know when you also never know what you're gonna like like especially for him like going from like canvases to t-shirts to hats to sneakers like i personally think you'll stick with sneakers like i think you're really into it but if not you'll do whatever you get excited about but like (laughs) you never know how long it's gonna take and to be like wait i really like doing this this is like really fun and then also to have customers like reinforce that obviously feels good but just to be like I am now obsessed with finding beat up sneakers <laughs> and cleaning them up and painting them. Like, you don't know that that's going to happen. And I just think, like, people just get so stuck. It's like, you just want to stay curious, you know? You just want to, yeah. like, because you can get so, like, bogged down in the details of finances. Like, it's so often that, like, I'll have a bad day and I'll just whatever. And I'm like, I, what happened to just sitting and drawing and, like, making t shirts? Because I haven't done that in a while because I've been so focused yeah. on, like, the business side that, like, why are we here in the first place? Like, let me go on Instagram, find some brands that I like, hit them up, and then they'll say yes, and they'll be so happy. And then I'll remember why I'm torturing myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can just get so laser-focused that you kind of forget. I know. Yeah, Once you get cool. in the routine of things, and then you're like, ugh, that's the time that you need to be, like, innovative and, like, yeah. remembering why you're in this for the for the for in the first place. Exactly. And that's, like, so important that you guys both said that because I, again, like, needed to hear it. Yeah. So badly. I was actually going to ask you guys this question, but I feel like you kind of just answered it a bit where, especially in this generation, you know, all these young people, there's so many people that want to develop a brand and start a business and just make a name for themselves. So I feel like it can get kind of intimidating to develop your own brand because you don't want to be too much like someone yeah. and all that stuff. How do you guys stay unique in that? Just be genuine. Like there are definitely... When I first opened the store, it was such an interesting time. Like, brands were so desperate to get into stores, which put me in, like, a particularly good place, but not that, that but not intentionally, that I was having brands come to me going, oh, you're opening a sustainable marketplace. I would love to be a part of it. And there were these brands that, like, had a following on, like, any other and, like, 
had press and were like super legit, super amazing, beautiful product, great stories. Um, expensive product. Expensive product. And I said yes to them, but then I very quickly, like my gut was like, something's off, but like really? who am I to turn someone down right now? Um, this was at a time where brands were paying to be in the space. So it was like literally turning away money, not just like respect, like possible potential income, yeah. but like at a time where I, whatever. So, and my gut was like, something's off. And it was multiple brands. Like I really? know he and I are both thinking of one in particular, but like there, there were multiple brands at the time. And it wasn't just like down the road. They were the ones that gave me the headache. They were the ones that were difficult, wow. but I was wow. also like, I'm becoming, I'm losing my edge. I'm becoming like every other sustainable boutique that has expensive, although probably worth it for the quality and the labor and all that. But I kind of lost focus of what I was doing differently. And I kept being like, and wanted to do yeah. And like, I was like, okay, that I'm so flattered that they want to be in my store, but like, they're the ones keeping me up at night, stressing me out. And it's because they're used to working with certain brands that certain boutiques that I'm like now pretending to be. And that's so not my vibe and like, so not, like what we're doing here that like I that's where I learned like you have to stay authentic you have to stay authentic figure out how you're different from everyone else it'll take some time to figure it out you don't have to know that right off the bat but there's a reason whatever it is you want to do or create there's a reason you want to do it because no one else is doing it it might not be obvious immediately and for me it took me until having the store to really figure out what my value was I knew it was there. I mean, I had like blind confidence, but based on nothing other than like sheer will and hope there. But then once I figured out what my thing was, I was like, stay with, let them do their thing. Let the sustainable boutiques go after their customer that has a bigger wallet, that has deeper pockets, that has, I'm not going to slam, whatever, <laughs> like can do whatever. And let me find that. Let me find like the Gen Z millennial customer that doesn't want $500 of this, but understands that shopping at Forever 21 is kind of problematic. So they just want like a $60 hoodie instead of like $12 and instead of like $250. Like price point, like whatever it is. Yeah, it's kind of rolls back to the one thing we talked about in the beginning is like um, looking within yourself, knowing what you aren't good at, um, learning your limits. Um, because that essentially makes you you. You know if I can hold my breath for 10 seconds relative to somebody who can hold their breath for 20 seconds, that's a difference. So, yeah. and, But within that, obviously within business, within just your brush strokes, within um, anything creative that comes out of your mind, that is essentially yeah. you. And also, as I said, with business, learning your limit, your your um, learning your boundaries yeah. of what when it takes do. time. Like if you don't know what that is right now, it's fine. Yeah, like, you shouldn't know it like tomorrow. Which you is, don't learn yeah. through experience. Which is what we were also just talking about. Like stay curious, keep experimenting. Yeah. Whether it's the content, whether it's the marketing, whether it's the design, you'll figure out what it is that's like your niche, what makes you different. But whatever it is that makes you authentic, that's where you have to trust your gut and be like, I'm about to post this, and I feel like really excited about it, and it feels mm-hmm. like super me. That's when you know you're probably doing something right, as opposed to, I'm going to post this, but like, so-and-so is going to see it and think that I copied her, or like, so-and-so is going to be like, wow, that's so, like, so, whatever, like, the ones that you're not thinking about, the moments that you're just excited to be like, this is it, are, you're probably in the right direction. That's so true, and like, sometimes it is easy to take that, like, out, and like, make the money, but it's, you know, in the long run, 
what's gonna like end up working better for you and progressing your business in the way that you see it working out for you too and that's like listening to your like your special talent yeah yeah (laughs) how do the two of you define success it's kind of broad but I think we're gonna such different yeah. this is where he and I are really really different that's interesting. I'm just like I'm so hard on myself and like just like there's always like the second I had this store I think it was like maybe six months in so I was like okay cool I want a second one we're really maybe, like we're not even close to the fact that I'm even talking about <laughs> that is ridiculous I was like I want a second store that's what I want <laughs> like I think I'm the type of person where I'm just so hard on myself that like I'll forever be like, no, I'm not. Because it's not about money. I know that. I know myself well enough to know it's not about money. Um, but I don't, like, I can't imagine what, like, you know, you could say the cheesy stuff. Like, when I'm happy. But, like, I'm happy right now. Yeah. Like, is that what you were going to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. What are you um, So I define success in the other way. I know I'm going to be, un- I know I will <clears throat> I know I will be unsuccessful if I'm unhappy. Yes. So um, while I'm happy, I'm already successful. Um, it's not about reaching. Well, it's always about reaching a goal monetarily. Obviously, have a roof, roof over your head, uh, uh, food on the table. Like that's survival, just yeah. with regards to my family and stuff. Like basic needs. They basic needs. Um, uh, success as I said, is uh, the opposite. If, if I'm unhappy, I know I'm so unsuccessful in whatever I'm doing. Like if I have, a, if I'm making a bunch of money, but I'm sad at the end of the day, like yeah, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm not doing yeah. anything right. Yeah. Always when I say my 11, 11 wishes, I'm like, I want to be really successful and happy. Yeah. So I can't say one without the other because they're inversely yeah. proportional. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it's like an impossible question to answer. I think for me, it's about being successful at like certain tasks and then like celebrating okay. the fact that I've like achieved certain things because I like, like where he and I are very different is that he always jokes and says like his ideal world, like he wants to get to a point where he doesn't have to do anything. Oh, so, so that's how I define success. <laughs> yeah. yeah for, okay, that's what so. I thought you were going to say. No, no, no. That's what I but that's a goal, say. I guess, for that goal to be successful. So. Ever since I was younger, um, my mom, people would ask me, it's like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? I'm like, nothing. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. If it was up to me, I could just do either whatever I want, and that includes nothing, or just do nothing. Um, and growing up at that young age, understanding what that meant, I know what that entails. Like, I can't just do nothing. But if I am doing nothing, it's because I'm economically... Able to. able to or maybe even physically able to you know like it, it's 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 uh it's a cycle of just knowing that in order to do nothing you need to have um things like all lined up things all lined up and different um different revenue streams oh, to be, yeah yeah it's just <laughs> like also talk about a lot. to just <laughs> do whatever the hell you want i'm talking like essentially Bezos money being like, yeah. what does he want to do? I was like, I don't want to do nothing, but then maybe I just want to go to the moon. Yeah. Like in, in, in that sense. And just like, <laughs> maybe I don't want to do anything, but maybe I just want to wake up and go to the museum today yeah. and not have to worry about something. Yeah. Which is I like, I can't imagine that. Like that's 
where we're so different. Like that doesn't feel fun to me. Like when I do really? have to take off time and like I have to be like, okay, this like I'm not I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be away from this store all day long. It's like and I'm like on my phone like I'm thinking about it. And then there are days where I can have a good time, but to me that's not like the end goal. Like I'm such a workaholic that I'm like happiest when I'm doing this stuff. Again, it doesn't mean there aren't bad days, but like when I'm in it is successful to me. Like even if I were to be a billionaire, like I would still be doing this. Like I don't want it's a passion. I don't want that That's type of best. money. I don't want that. like I always tell him I actually don't want that type of freedom. I want the bare minimum. Like I wanted not the bare minimum. <laughs> I want like a livable amount. I want to be able to do what I have to do. I don't want to have to stress about it. I think that's something any human can relate to. I'd yeah. like to be able to like have nice food and like Live go on a nice trip. Yeah. And like not worry about it. But I don't want to have the type of money from a business where I live a Jeff Bezos where I just am like, yeah, do whatever I want. Yeah. I want to wake up every day and work and yeah, then like nice. do whatever else life has for me. But like I want, that's what I want to spend my time doing. Whereas this one over here is like, I got, you know, I got, I got the perfect new, I'm changing my answer a little by little. Um, <laughs> so every four years I will be going to the world. That's it. That's I a love good it. one. I love it. So next year, is, next year you, you'll see me in guitar. And nice. Yeah. Yes. I love That's it. it. Yeah. Apparently me too, but we'll see. <laughs> a little break. Yeah. We'll yeah. Have a little bit. Yeah. You'll deserve it. Oh, what I want you guys to explain too is like after college or after not going to school, like what was like your first like steps after that you know yeah we again very different yeah, I remember you, you telling me I like loved yeah. it um I can go um I yeah like we, we've talked about it briefly but like everyone that I tell this was like huh it's kind of <laughs> weird I went to school for international affairs journalism social entrepreneurship like a million things that like didn't really have to do with each other or like anything I'm doing right now but also like all about sustainability um but I didn't know it at the time um, I went to Northeastern up in Boston, had a nice time, but didn't really know what the plan was. Came back, lived in New, I was in New York with my parents. Very lucky to um, grow up in the city and like wow, have a place. I didn't know that. Yeah, and like have a home that I, I knew I wanted to live in New York and like come back home. But the fact that like I not only had a home to go to and had parents that like would have me forever, who I like genuinely liked being around, like very very lucky, like not something most people have the freedom to do so like after school like moving back with my parents and like had a free place to stay which is awesome like not having to worry about any of that I immediately got a job doing like consult like exactly what school prepared me to do and was like okay that's kind of lucky that's what everyone wants it just was not it like I don't know what I was doing but I was like these four years were a waste because this is literally a dream job for someone in my field like with my degree cannot believe that some company exists for these things work together but I don't want to do it and my parents were like so what do you want to do I was like I just want to make t-shirts and my parents were like okay they said if that's what you want to do then make them like they literally had a bag of like old t-shirts they're like stop talking like do it like quit the job like if that's what you want to do like realize that you have a free place to stay in New York City like so do nice. it now because so you're gonna wake nice. up and be 40 and be like, should I make those t-shirts? <laughs> Start making these stupid t-shirts, quit the job, and then my parents were like, if you really want to do this, like get a minimum wage retail job. Like learn how this works, learn how clothing, like learn about it. Again, in retrospect, like best advice ever, which is why that's what I tell people to do now. Yeah. Because again, I had no idea the amount I would learn doing that. 
started working retail at a boutique, learned the ins and outs of it. I was like, I'm really good at this. And also like, I don't like the clothes they're buying. Yeah. Like I was like being a buyer for the brand and was like, I want, and I'd always be like, well, look at this cool girl I found on Instagram. Like, let's get her stuff. And they'd be like, no, because they don't want to deal with it. They uh-huh. most, like I was saying earlier, they don't want to deal with that. It's too much work. They want to look at the line sheet, pick the items, place the order, get the items, know what they're going to have. Um, and then I left that to do another like more corporate sustainable fashion retail job because I thought I would learn more there. Um, very quickly realized I would not. Um, but in the intro, like met him at the first one. COVID hit while I was at the second one. And then during the city being shut down, just starting talking about this, being like, I've started this little blog. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I could actually make money? Yeah. Like, I'm just writing about it, but like, I don't sell their products. I was like, well, why not? We could sell the products. And now we're here. That worked out so perfectly. Yeah. But you knew. But took years and like a lot of like, what am I doing with my life? I have a four year degree from a private school that I would be paying off for the rest of my life. Why am I painting t-shirts and doing silly (laughs) pop-ups and getting paid $14 an hour? Like, why is this what, what, what's going on? So yeah, in retrospect, it's like, wow, perfect little fairy tale, but like, it was so much work to get there and still is. Yeah. Like, and like countless months of like, what is. Like when COVID hit, I was like, I have no idea what's next. I was like, I guess I'll, the city will open. I'll go back to that job. I don't know. I'm like, obviously. It's crazy that we like, never stopped working for, during COVID. Yeah. No. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But, now you, Alex. Um. So I uh, went to SUNY Albany and I wanted uh, my MBA. I wanted a master's in business. That's what I wanted going into a college and once I got there I was like this is hard and then I asked I was like do I need my bachelor's in order to get my master's and they were like no and I was like okay so really uh, yeah that's really interesting so so then I was like all right bet I'm gonna take psychology and minor in Spanish just to get these four years out the road um did that and then um as soon as I graduated the guy that would show apartments for the dad um for the buildings that my dad's a super at moved like to Scotland and then they were like hey do you know anybody and my dad was like yeah my son is really good at, like selling stuff you, you know he's gonna be graduating you want to yeah sure so I started showing apartments at a time where I had not, did not know I was getting ripped off um in doing this um wow. so then I did that uh for like three years um while also then applying to Pace to get my MBA and I was like okay so real estate business what money how do how does this all work together so i got my um mba in investment management um with entails again real estate investments just business everything and alongside doing that learning through my dad the ins and outs of buildings and then learning through my mom the ins and outs of just owning a business because we've had uh we started as a video store in like 2006 and then just now it's a money transfer. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. It's just like everything's an evolution. Yeah. Wow. And now you're here. I love both and then of your so story. Cool. Yeah. So then that it just played. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea what's going to happen. And anyone that tells you they are on a specific path or like, yeah. it's, I just immediately don't trust that. And like, I think flailing about can sometimes lead to the best stuff. Obviously, like easier said than done. You, done, yeah. you can't like intentionally flail, but like, I think it's just you kind of you trust your gut and you're like 
I'm happy doing this. Why? Yeah. Like, why do I like retail or why do I like showing up? Like, you never know what is going to lead to what. And you just mm-hmm. have to, like, say yes to stuff, try stuff out, and then be like, whoa, did not like that. Should have liked it, but I didn't like that. So yeah. I'm going to do this instead. And just, like, training your instincts a little bit better to lead you in a better direction. And then all of a sudden, again, there's some moments where we're like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like now where it's like, of course, now it's easy to look back and look, be like, wow, like, I'm so glad we did all those things. Like, look at what we have now. But the other 99% of the time, we're like, what's going on? What's next? Literally. Yeah, like, do, do, do I really need to be doing this? Keeps us on our toes. I know. And I love hearing from you guys too, because you're like, also like learn so much, but at the same time, it's still like the beginning stages of it. So I, it's just like so helpful. Like, taking in all the information we're not yeah we're definitely not experts in any way shape or form but we are like super like transparent I think yeah a lot of people are not like people like to pretend that this kind of stuff is really easy and like to pretend that like it's all like that they have to show that they're really successful on top and like Mm -hmm. they kind of gatekeep like the secrets and are like no I can teach you guys about taxes like you want to learn about taxes like I'll tell you like there's we're very upfront people yeah yeah honestly in learning like in going to school for all these things it's just fancy fucking words I know literally the transparency is awesome people need that guidance yeah yeah. it's so difficult too I feel like when I was starting out I was at like damning so many people like how do you do this how do you do this and some people would be so vague you know and be like Oh, just a provider. It wouldn't give me like any of the actual details to it. And I'm like, how is that helping you? No, even when I asked you, like, where do you get your stuff printed? Like, I'm... I love the quality. And you were like, here. Yeah. And I was like, why is everyone else so mean? I know, right? It's <laughs> like, like we can all teach each other. There's um, enough room for everybody to grow and expand. It's just mm-hmm. like every, even at my pop-ups, people will come up and be like, I love this. I'm like, here, do it yourself and be right next to me in a booth and we could do it together. Because I think people who are like truly confident in what they're doing are very well aware of the fact that like I can share all of these trade secrets and you're not going to do it as good as me. Yeah. Like, I'm not worried about yeah. it. You know, like yeah. you can give me the website and I'll put my own designs on them, yeah. but I can't make your designs. Yeah, it's true. You know, and that's what I can't. people need to remember. And yeah. I can tell yeah. you how to run a store. Oh, we're not going to have the identical. I'm happy to give anyone advice. You know, yeah. I think, I think it's about in terms of like reaching out to people. Like I do think you have to ask a million people a million questions to really get nice yeah. people and not nice people. Just be super specific about your questions because I do have yeah. people ask me like for very broad advice and I'm like I don't really like I'm especially in the store I'm like I don't really have time to do this but otherwise I'm like happily like I'll sit for hours and talk about this stuff yeah so I think it's just about like being really specific about the information that you need so it's like yeah finding someone it's like do you have an accountant you like yeah like be very specific about what your asks are mm-hmm. because if then someone's mean to you then that's just not someone you should follow oh, I know. or engage yeah, with in definitely. any way because if they're that threatened like I don't think any trade secret is your taste is your taste. Yeah. Again, you can open up a store. I can teach you how to do it, but my taste, the store is how I've curated it. It's my taste. Yeah. You can copy it. You can take all the brands and then you have to establish those. So like, I'm not worried about that. And I think anyone who's like confident in what they're doing will be happy to share. There's no secret sauce. Yeah. yeah. It's just hard work, <laughs> patience, time. Definitely. And like, I also yeah, just like karma. Just mayonnaise catch up and watch yeah. <laughs> and be nice to people and then like yeah. you know like because I'm like oh being nice to like we have a good working relationship I'm sure you were like okay and here's the website where maybe depending on if people are not yeah not, then I would be like more hesitant if you put out good energy like not You'll even in a that. spiritual you're gonna get it back yeah like if you're just easy to work with people will 
and then there's going to be a rotten egg in there and then you just kind of yeah. try not to get butt hurt about it but yeah. i think there's nothing anyone can do to copy any like and if it's that copyable then it's not authentic not which brings me back to like just figure out what you're good at and what you're authentic at because mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. the rest of it just flies out the window let them try i love that let them let them do it this More was so good you. this was so yeah. powerful Thank you, yeah, Maddie and Alex. Thank you. For Thank you so us. much for coming on. I'm Always. so glad that we could talk to you guys about all of this. Happy to ramble anytime. Yeah. <laughs>